Welcome to the What's Awesome Podcast for all your anime needs. We do lists, guides, reviews, and anime-related topics. From time to time, we'll even bring on a guest or two. Kick up your feet and relax. And here's your host, Batman Live 2002. You harem fans better get ready because I'm about to take you back. Way back. Okay, well, I'm not taking you that far back. We're still in the 2000s. We're just in the early 2000s. Just let's get to the show. Thank you for listening to the What's Awesome Podcast. Let's have some fun. Yo, it's Batman Live 2002 and I'm back with another anime review. And today I will be reviewing Da Capo. And I could have swore, I really could have swore I reviewed this anime. As I was going down my list, it's like, yeah, I did that one, and I checked it off the list, and I went to the next one, checked it off, and then I was like, I have not reviewed the couple yet. I watched the couple back in 2007, man. Wait, wait, let me confirm that. that. That seems too far away. No, 2011, not 2007. That's insane. Anyway, yeah, so how many years ago was that? Some Some years back, you know? So it's it's been a while. I'm dusting off. I'm dusting off an old review of this one. So I'm gonna try to get all the information right. I re- I wrote this back in 2011. So like I said, this is an old freaking review. But anyway, I enjoyed this anime immensely, and I went press myself up on it. So let's let's just get in. So basically. The couple revolves around a guy named Asakura Junichi. And Asakura, he has these dreams. And, you know, people like showing up in his dreams and stuff. And and basically, it all seems to be stemming from this very magical tree that somebody grew. I'm pretty sure his grandmama planted it back in the day. So, Junichi starts to develop these powers. Now, we're not talking about no freaking, you know, like, uh, I can't think of any relevant anime because I can never think of it off the top of my head. But let's say X-Men. We're not talking about, they're not mutants, okay? They're not sprouting tentacles and crap because we know where that would go. No, it's like psychic-like powers, okay? It's nothing too weird. All right, but, so he starts getting these abilities, and I'm pretty sure... Pretty sure that um, 
I mean, he's a high schooler, so he goes to school and such. That the people around him, these other girls, because this is a harem, of course, um, they start developing these abilities as well. But anyway, so let's let's get back. That that'll come into play a little bit later. You know what, guys? I messed something up. I didn't give you any information about this anime. So this is the capo. I apologize. It's 26 episodes long. Uh, it aired from July 5th to 2003 to December 27th, 2003. Therefore, it premiered in the summer of 2003, obviously. The studio that animated this anime is Phil Zeke's. I have never, ever heard of that studio <laughs> in my life. Anyway. So what was I? Oh yeah, so there's a tree. It's getting people X-Men like powers. And um <laughs> he lives so my boy Junichi. He lives in this house with uh, a girl named Nimu. And they basically have they're like brother and sister. Like their relationship is like that of a brother and sister, but in actuality they're they're not blood related, but they do live together and for the life of me I cannot find out any information on why that was the case. I was trying to do research on this, and I just could not find out. Like, you go to YouTube, and the only thing you see is Capo 3, which I have not seen. I've only seen Capo and then Capo 2. I have not seen Capo 3. And by the way, I'm only reviewing Capo, <laughs> not Capo 2. Or 3, obviously. Anyway, so... Uh, so Junichi lives with this girl, Asakura Nimu, and they're so close, you would think they were brothers and sisters. Not really. And in fact, they're so close, like, when they go to high school together, everyone's like, oh, look, it's incest. They're together. They're lovers. And it's like, no, not, no, no, they're just really close. They're really close. But anyway, so this tree is getting off abilities to folk, and... This dude lives with this chick. And as people introduce themselves to this harem, of course, it's uh, Junichi is a freaking, you know, middle of the road looking guy. But somehow he he pulls in the A-lister chicks of the high school. But regardless of that, um, basically, when this tree, like, it, it seems like it's this, like, source of like just over abundant joy. Everyone's just like, oh, look at the tree. The tree's doing this. The tree's making me in the Wolverine. This tree made me in the storm or whatever. This tree made me in the beast. It, it's not. It's, I'm just being stupid. Anyway, the tree eventually starts to flip this man's world upside down. So yeah, that that is the synopsis that I wrote like seven years ago, eight years ago now. <laughs> So, anyway, that is the synopsis. Let's get into the review, baby. So here's your only warning. It's not really a warning. It's just a disclaimer or something. Like I said, I wrote this back in 2011, a long time ago. And 
if you've been listening to me for a while, you know that I have a giant list of reviews. I've been writing reviews since like 2007, so I have a huge just stack of reviews, and this one just somehow it just stayed buried and it it hid from me. I could have swore I did this review, so. Uh, apparently, I really like this anime. <laughs> and actually, okay, well, let me put it this way. Back when I watched the Cabo, I was still in high school, obviously, because it's been, what, seven, eight years. So it was some while, it was some time ago. I, I've since graduated from college. I have a degree and all that crap. That None of that's relevant. But anyway, back when I watched this, this anime was more relevant to me because um, I was in high school. So obviously, being a high school harem anime, uh, I watched a lot of that. In fact, I feel like I've watched more high school harem anime than any other uh, genre of anime because that was back in high schools when I was really, really just, this life was just dedicated to anime. I would be, I'd knock off eight to ten series a month is not even I'm not even like exaggerating I was super deep into it and the vast majority of those anime were uh harems and uh most of them you know high school harems I think there were a couple I think there was one middle school harem but whatever they were mostly high school harems and this is one of them <laughs> but anyway so just going a over my review here so back then I really enjoyed every aspect of this anime because it was relevant to me. Today, I'm older, I'm married. This type of anime doesn't really appeal to me anymore. So just keep in mind that if I had reviewed this anime, let's just say I watched it very recently, let's say like last week or something, I would have gave it a very different score than what I gave it in this review. Because, you know, as I mature, my taste in anime matures. Like, I don't watch, uh, you know, harem, high school harems anymore. I watch... Uh, more um, adult or, or more serious romantic-based anime where they're like they're already adults and yeah, it's something I can relate to. But anyway, so what I really liked about this anime back then was the character development. It was awesome because one thing I really liked about harem was harem anime is when you have a bunch of girls going after the guy. Um, I like it when it's not too generic. Because there's always the, the, you always have the generic characters where it's like, this one is, uh, this one's super bossy, and this one's a lolly, and this one, this one's shy, and this one's stupid, and, and you know, they're all like, just fall into these little types. Um, and this one wasn't too bad. I liked the character development, at least I did back then. <laughs> I don't know how I would view it today, because it really is hard to find this anime to review it. The, like, to go over it on YouTube. And it's like, all they're showing is the Capo 3, which is the latest one, so I can't blame anybody for not uploading this super old anime. <laughs> but anyway, so I, what I liked is this, uh, the Capo gave every girl in his harem a chance. Because typically when you have these harem-type animes, there's always, there's always two or three girls, depending on the number or how big the harem is, that just don't stand a chance. You know that there's a main girl that's just going to get it. And you know he's just too shy to talk to her. And, and you're like, just talk to her. You know you're going to get that one anyway. Like, we all know it's going to be that one. So just get the fruit out of here and just do that. But anyway, um, I felt like uh, when I watched the Capo, every girl got an equal chance. Which is thumbs up for me. I enjoyed that. 
they all have their various abilities with their powers and stuff. And I, I can't even go into details. All I wrote back then was they had different abilities and different demeanor, which is whatever that means. Take that with a grain of salt. Swear I can't find any background information on this anime. But anyway, um, you couldn't really, be, I don't know. I, I feel like when I first watched this, I couldn't really figure out who he was going to end up with, which is an A plus for me. Because if you can't figure it out and you actually have girls who are like in the running, who have a, like a, an equal chance of getting with the guy by the end, that's that's fantastic. Because if you know he's going to get with her, it kind of takes out some of the fun. Because like, it's like, you know those two have chemistry just get together, you know. But anyway, really enjoy the comedy in each episode. Lots of those cliche moments, you know. Lots of those freaking, oh, I slid boob, hand on boob or anything. This isn't an etchy anime by any means, but you know. You know we have those freaking tropes and stuff where in, in cliche, awkward moments that are just prevalent in so many of these freaking harem anime, romantic anime stuff. But this anime had a lot, putting all the joking aside, it had a lot of serious moments. So it was it was a nice mix of, of uh, drama and um, and comedy. So it was a romantic comedy. Oh, look at that. <laughs> but anyway, so it, it wasn't just something really ridiculous like To Love Rue. You know, it, it, it had a really, it kind of, there were certain aspects of it that was like freaking, um, yeah, Golden Time. It, where Golden Time was a serious romantic comedy. Where, um... Or, or dramatic comedy, whatever you want to call it. And uh, it was more so drama-based than it was uh, comedy-based. But this one had a... I felt like it had a good... It found a good middle ground between the comedy and the serious moments. Because we had the whole tree mutant X-Men thing going on. People are like, whoa, I got mutant powers. He's dreaming about crap. That stuff is coming... Turning out to be true or something. And... <laughs> Yeah, and all the other girls are having powers too. But like I say, it's not like insane, like, ah, I'm a beast, you know, turn to a big blue furball type thing or storm controlling weather. <laughs> but it's the kind of powers that are like, ah, I can read your mind or, you know, something like that. Anyway, there was one thing that did annoy me about this anime. And there was, there were these little side episodes or these little skits or I don't know what to call it but at the end the, the regular episode would run its course right and then at the end there would be this little five minute thing that had nothing to do with the dominant storyline like and it was like it was like if this episode is about him getting with this chick or, or discovering his powers or learning more about the tree or something it would just be this little five minute thing at the end that it was just like some little skit like oh here's the main characters and they're going fishing or some crap and it was so annoying it was so annoying and actually they were pretty boring too <laughs> so and uh, I was very glad when they didn't carry over into the second season or the second half of the first season. I'm not sure how that worked. Because there's the Capo 2, which I don't think I watched. But you know how, like, Sword Art Online uh, ends with them getting out of the game in the first... 
the first half of the first season and then they go into that elf type world and is a whole new game and it feels like a season two but it wasn't it was all just a second half of the first season that's what this anime had I think <laughs> I'm pretty sure it has 26 episodes and the first like 12 to 13 or whatever it's the first half of that and then you had that second half where that feels like a season two and all that but anyway yeah speaking of that the the halves there was a definite difference between the first part and the second part in terms of the artwork if you look at the first part is older style I always love older style anime in terms of the artwork and like especially 90s animes like hand-drawn cells are the best I'm not saying this has hand-drawn cells or anything but you do notice that the artwork is noticeably um, older in the first part than it is in the second part and it very well could be a season two but I can't find out any information on this anime so I'm just gonna call it a second part the second part um, did have noticeably like it just had a new wave of vibrancy and the characters and the background and stuff and you just knew it's just like ah the first the first part of the season uh, did very well and we got plenty of DVD sales now because DVDs were a thing back then and now we're going to uh, go all in on the second half of the first season season two three four man bear pig or whatever anyway and uh, obviously, they, they just bumped up their game, okay? That's, that's all I had to say about that. I wish I were more in the soundtracks back then. I didn't comment on the soundtracks in this review, so it's... I don't know. I, I gotta go and just listen to it. I gotta go on my way uh, and listen to the soundtrack. But anyway, uh, overall, the couple had a great storyline, uh, great romantic relationships between uh, Junichi, Jun, Junichi, Junichi, Junichi <laughs> and the rest of the girls. By the way, one thing I didn't uh, comment or mention in my review, but I'm going to just mention now, is that for the longest time I could have swore this was a incest anime because, spoiler alert, he does give it that girl named Nimu that he lives with, and, but, and they were so close that it's like their brother and sister. I think it's kind of like um, Eromanga Sensei in that way where I don't think the, the protagonist is related to Eromanga Sensei no they're not related uh, to you know his little sister Eromanga Sensei but he's like attracted to her and stuff so it's kind of pseudo incest and this kind of falls into that category because they're like brother and sister and they end up together um, oh spoiler alert it's a harem like you don't know who he's gonna get with he gets with his pseudo sisters so <laughs> there you go if you haven't watched this anime already then shame on you anyway anyway <clears throat> i enjoyed it because it stood out to me from all the other just sea of harem anime i watched at the time so back then i gave it an 8 out of 10 i don't know what i would give it today but that's okay that's the kind of impression that left on me when i watched it and that's the score where it will stay so anyway guys i recommend the capo to the romantic fans out there. I did try when I was previewing and I saw the Capo 3. I just, I couldn't do it. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I was looking at the artwork and it killed me. And the characters seemed so annoying. And I, I just, I don't think I would be able to withstand sitting there and, and, and watching 
the new DiCapo that came out. Like, I have no um, connection to the characters anymore. And in fact, the old characters in DuCapo 2, uh, basically the grandkids of, you know, Nemu and the basically the people in DiCapo 1 uh, have grandkids who show up in DiCapo 2. I don't know who the heck is in DiCapo 3. I'm kind of removed from it now, so and I don't intend on finding out, quite frankly. And, um... Yeah, yeah, so, uh, you know, go check it out. I'm not ragging on anybody who wants to go see it. If that's the type of anime you're into, I certainly was at one point. Go check it out. I highly encourage you to watch it if you are into high school harems. It really was enjoyable and left a big impression on me. And, uh, yeah, I gave it 8 out of 10. I didn't really give high scores back then, so this this uh, was definitely good anime. This is Batman Live 2002. Hope you enjoyed this anime review. Getting back on track. You know, I've been really busy with my job and whatnot. And I want to get back to a regular posting schedule. I have so many anime reviews, soundtrack breakdowns, stupid, silly, just stuff. I, I guess and all kinds of stuff I just want to bring on to the podcast and give it a renewed energy shot to the arm. So, yeah, guys, go to wasasum.com, W-A-S-A-S-U-M.com. Go read reviews and guides and all that kind of lovely stuff. And, um, guys, I just, I just need you to do me one huge favor. Just one. Stay with Sasson, people. Stay with Sasson. Follow us awesome on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. Until next time, Janet!